I damn near shit myself as I threw myself back onto my bike. Sitting Crooked. Sitting Crooked. Podcast where we discuss the uncomfortable and all the dark, horrible things humanity has to offer. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. I'm Jenna. I'm Angie. So do you have any idea what my topic is? I'm is def- it in the topic bank? Uh, it might be. I don't, I, we've definitely talked about it. I don't know if I added it already. Hmm. We've talked about it. I don't know. Okay. That was a, another test silence. <laughs> <laughs> test silence. Um, so I'm doing strange encounters. Eee! Like aliens? <laughs> no, not aliens. Um, what the hell? What other? Oh, strangers. Oh, stranger danger. Stranger danger. All right. Yeah. So I, I found this article a while back on um, our favorite place ever, Ranker. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, these are okay. So I ended up just like going into weird forums on the interwebs and digging up some stuff. Oh, no. So this is, I, I can't even source these websites because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to give someone a virus. But um, <laughs> I just, I pulled a collection of short encounter exchanges that people have posted on various forums and whatnot. Oh, damn. Um, so I thought we'd go through them together. Okay. So <laughs> I only skimmed them really briefly. So it's like, is this something I like or not? So it's not like I know them that well oh, either. Oh, so it's going to be something new for you? So it's going to be kind of new for me. <sighs> like, I know roughly, but I don't remember all the details. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'll wait till the end. That's okay. Go for it. I was going to ask you, like, have you ever had a strange encounter where you've heard something? So I've been trying to figure that out. Like, trying to remember, seeing if there's any repressed memories or anything. I got nothing. <sighs> See? Like, I'm sure that I have one. I'm pretty sure I do, but I cannot remember it. See, all the ones that I can think of are, like, goofy things. They're not, like, they're not even weird or strange or off-putting. They're just, like, and then I said to him, I says, blah, blah, blah. Like, something, just something stupid and drunk. Like, nothing, nothing of substance. The only thing that I remembered somewhat recently, which I don't really think counts under this category, is I remember being little and drawing on my sidewalk with chalk and then someone stopping in their car asking me for directions, which, like, <gasps> of course, is, like, you don't ask a kid for directions, because what the fuck do they know? Adults don't need help. No, they do not. Um, Unless you're in Paw Patrol. <laughs> and the other funny thing with that is, like, my <laughs> my mom, since I was little, has always said, like, that she's directionally challenged. So I picked that up really young. So as a six-year-old person asking for directions and like i'm sorry i'm directionally challenged and they're like okay and then drove away or like perfect opportunity <laughs> she, she won't, won't find her way, way home <laughs> yep um as you said that it made me think of one that i had um i i thought of it before and then i'm like oh i'm gonna save that i never wrote it down and then it went and then it came back yeah so <laughs> here we are um 
So when I was younger, I used to ride my BMX all over Oshawa mm-hmm. and do whatever. And I would just never do my thing, 12 years old-ish. Um, and a guy stopped me. I was going down my street and a guy stopped me on the corner. And I don't know why I stopped because I was on a bike. And like at 12, you know enough to be like, no. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm good. Um, but I guess because it was my neighborhood, I thought, oh, you know, maybe he's new or something. So there's this guy and he's like, I think you should come to Toronto with me. And I'm like, Angie, <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, um, no. Well, why not? Why not? Like, cause I don't like Toronto. And I, <laughs> it didn't occur to me until later that it was like, he was a potential predator because I was just like, I don't want to go to Toronto. Why would I want to go there? I hate that place. Like, no, it's nice. It's, there's lots of stuff to do. Like, I don't know you. Fuck off. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, but that was it. It was just a quick, like. <laughs> get on my bike and, and drive, drive right away. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was very, very brief. But I guess that's kind of the nature of them. Like, they're so brief, and that's what's scary, because there's not enough time to figure out what the intent Yeah, and is. quite often you're young enough that you don't really realize until you reflect as an adult. Like, this literally only came up maybe a week and a half ago, and I was like, whoa, Josh, this thing, thing happened when I was little. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. Very strange. Ugh. So, yeah. Let's get started. Let's dig into this. All right. So, um, I think I'm just going to read them as they were written. Okay. Because some of them are actually quite quite good storytelling. Mm. Um, so, Lake Isabella, summer of 2015. No clue where that is. Mm. Let us know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I went down to the general store to pick up some more beer. Uh, on our way back up to our campsite, we saw a skinny old man just standing on the side of the road. We didn't think of anything of it. Next morning, we packed up and headed north to find a new campsite for the night. As we packed up, we saw the same old man sitting by a tree about 30 yards from us. Uh. <laughs> My wife and I looked at each other and started packing faster. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of short forms because these are all from forums. Uh, getting a little creeped out, I grabbed my weapon that we always carry on trips and kept it close. We finished packing, and as we drove toward him, he gave us both a blank stare. That night, we headed up the Kern River. We stopped at a, a place to get a bite to eat. As we sat down to eat, we saw an old newspaper clipping from about the Bull Run fires. I feel I feel my wife squeeze my arm tight, and I hear a faint, What the fuck? The old man we saw had a cabin up near where we camped that burned down, and he was never heard from again. We asked the waitress, and she smiled. Oh, he was such a cool guy. And at this point, I was super freaked out. We finished eating and drove as far away as we could. Ooh. So was he real? Was he a ghost? Was I don't ghost know. Man? Was he well, Albert Fish? The well, ghost of Albert Fish. Ghost of Albert Fish. Skinny old man. From Lake Isabella. Lake Isabella, which is probably not in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, but let us know. Who knows? (laughs) Jeez. Yep. Um, So this one kind of a little bit goes back to bike riding. Oh. Um, So this one had a super long intro, which I cut. Sorry, submitter. Um, But they were talking about how they were like 12 years old or something like that. And... Their mom didn't really let them ride around that much. She was super protective, but like, so there was only As you should be. <laughs> yeah, there was only certain streets and routes that she was allowed to take. Mm. Um, so, but she went off path. Oh, see, you never go off. Path. Never go off path. 
So after 15 uh, minutes of riding along this dirt path, I hear singing. It sounded about 30 to 40 feet in front of me. I stopped writing to hear it better. It was a woman's voice. Okay, she, was... <laughs> <laughs> she was singing Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. Well, she wasn't singing the words, just the melody of her vocals. Of the vocals. Her voice was strange. You know, like when you have phlegm in your throat, your voice gets scratchy? That's what her voice sounded like. I inch forward to try and see her. I get close enough that I see... But, oh my god. I get close enough to see the silhouette of hair bouncing up and down like she was headbanging. I decide to get my flashlight out. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, just... <laughs> Not my first choice for a headbanging song, but yeah, no. hey. <laughs> um, I decide to get my flashlight out. I'm thinking that maybe this person is in need of help or something. Or maybe this is an insane person and the light will scare them away. <laughs> Because <laughs> people with mental health issues are <laughs> rodents, <laughs> easily scared by a light turning on. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. Jesus. But you know what? In that moment, I would probably think the same thing because it would be like, "Oh no, there's a person there!" Ah! Yeah, <laughs> flash, flash. Um, so I take the flashlight out of my pocket, pointed her, point, point it at her, um. And turn it on. The moment the, lit, the light hit her, she stopped moving completely. She was facing, facing away from me. She had disgusting hair that seemed to be sticking together in clumps. Some of her hair was ripped off, too. She was wearing a very oversized bright red hoodie. I was almost too scared to move. I think she was, too. I conjured up as much, as, as much bravery as I could and said, Sorry, in a very, oops, this is the wrong room kind of way. She didn't respond. I turned off the flashlight and put it back in my pocket. Just as I was turning my bike around, she screams. She screams in an awful, awful, awful high-pitched voice. I damn near shit myself as I threw myself back onto my bike. I hear her voice getting closer and closer to me. I book it as fast as I can. I don't look behind me and don't stop pedaling. Her screaming grew quieter and quieter until it dissolved into the howling of the wind. Question. Answer. <laughs> is this a fanfic from Left 4 Dead running into a witch? So that's what it sounds like to it me. It does sound like that. <laughs> Except she was crying. Oh, well. But she was crying. She was crying. She wasn't crying. What was she doing? Just... Oh, yeah, she was singing. Yeah, she was singing and headbanging and just enjoying her <laughs> hair clumps. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, that... I really wanted her to chase her. That's like... <laughs> My head was going like, chase her, chase her down, goddammit! Wait, for the kid to chase the woman? No, the woman to chase the kid. She did. What? Did I miss that? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh, I didn't because she was as, chasing her. As she was, she was biking away, her screaming got like louder and louder. Like oh. she was following her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And then she eventually stopped, and then oh. that's when her screams got quieter. I don't like that. See, I've had an experience <laughs> with someone like that before. See, now they're all coming. Yeah. Now they're all coming to the surface. So I was in a car, not on a bike. I was in a car in <laughs> car Toronto, bike. not on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Not on a bike refusing to go to Toronto. <laughs> That's right. It's a different story. Um, and I don't remember what street we were driving down. I don't think it matters. Um, but we were driving down a street and it was like three in the morning, just finished at a concert and like whatever, went out for drinks and then decided to go home. And we were at a stoplight and like anybody on the streets between like two and three a.m. probably shouldn't be hanging out on the streets and you shouldn't yeah. be like engaging with them so whatever we're listening to music and and driving 
away, me and whoever else is in the car. And um, this lady, like this this homeless lady was walking around and just kind of bobbing, you know, mm-hmm. not quite headbanging, but <laughs> doing her little, her little walk and... Kind of like a duck. Yeah, like shuffling along. Yeah. And um, I was just sitting there like, that sucks. And whatever, just, you know, there's so much sympathy, I think, when you see... Yeah. Empathy. One of them. Feelings. There's emotions when you see um, someone who's down and out. Mm -hmm. Until... (laughs) (laughs) Until we picked up, drove away, and um, the light turned green, and she started... She started chasing us like she was a ghoul. Like she started screaming at the car. Oh my god! And walking toward the car, and I'm like, "We're taking off!" And we were moving like pretty fast once we started going, and she just like came at us, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, holy! It's just such a weird thing, and it was like an instant, and she was behind us. But in that moment, I'm like, "Oh my god! What if the car didn't go? What if it just like the engine failed in that moment? Like, then what?" Um, so uh, not quite the same, but just a little, little memories, yeah. little memories here and there. Oh, yeah. I was I, not happy. About okay. That. Before anyone gets mad, I'm not directly comparing homeless people to zombies, but that's the first thing I thought too, though. <laughs> but like when you said that she was like ghoulish, but like running, it made me think of how scared I am of the fast type of zombie. Like, I Am Legend style, like yeah. that sort of thing. Where yeah, it's like, like 20 days later. Yes, mm. where they're, like, agile and fast and, like... Aggressive. Cat-like, almost. Yeah. Very... Like hunters. Predator. Yeah, not... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is <laughs> Strange Encounters slash... <laughs> Love for Dead. Love for Dead comparisons. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't like... No, it was not good. 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 Next. (laughs) All right. Uh, One night around 3 a.m., I was dead asleep with my ex-boyfriend next to me. And this story explains why he's an (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Okay. (laughs) In my opinion. (laughs) Um, All of a sudden, I hear someone in my house asking if anyone was home. I woke up my ex and told him to go see what the hell was going on. He was a total chicken shit and made me go. (laughs) What? What? I get out of bed, can't find my glasses, but the guy is still shouting. I come out of my bedroom in my pajamas and see there is a big, bald dude uh, in what looks to be a police uniform standing in my entryway. I'm squinting, trying to get a good look at him, and he sa- and he looks at me and says, I just wanted to tell you that your door was left unlocked and you should lock it. I mumble something to the effect of, uh, thanks? And he leaves my apartment. I'm still as blind as a bat, but I see that he walks away instead of getting into a car. No policeman would be policing the woodsy area I live on, live in on foot. The next day, I called the local police station and asked if any officers had reported this incident, and they said they would check with the on-duty officers and get back to me. They called me back the next day and said no one had done this. I still get freaked out when I think about this happening, and I wish I knew what that guy was up to. <sighs> Time to move. Yeah, no kidding. Similar thing. <laughs> oh my god. How are you still alive? <laughs> no, this one this one's not as, as serious as that, but um You've seen Donnie Darko. Yeah. So we were watching Donnie Darko and I was watching Donnie Darko. I, I found out we're very hard to say. Donnie Darko for the first time. Um and you know when like Frank the Bunny is just like he just appears and he's really creepy. And he just stands there. And he just stands there, so in college, university, whatever, mm-hmm. when I was in school, 
my roommates and I were all watching this movie and we had a porch um, that wrapped around the house and went, you could walk to the main window and like look inside. Mm. So watching Donnie Darko and the same scene where Frank's just kind of sitting there and doing his creepy thing, one of our friends who was not supposed to be coming over knocked on the window <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, like this is not okay. I'm not safe. And then turns out that our friend Tyler was there and he brought pizza. So. Oh, pizza's good. Pizza was good, but it was very scary in those two seconds when I failed to recognize who it was. That reminds this isn't a strange encounter, but like this reminds me. So I was watching The Shining with Josh's sister. Yeah. Um, and we were like, I don't know, 12 or 13 or something. So her stepdad is like 300 pound kind of guy. So we're watching in the basement and lights are off and stuff and we're all cuddled up and whatnot. So we're watching The Shining and out of nowhere. So we didn't know that this was happening, but he slithered on his stomach down the stairs so that we wouldn't like hear it because their stairs are pretty creepy. So he want or like creaky. So he wanted to distribute his weight. So he slithered down the stairs across the floor like next to the TV and then did the here's Johnny out of nowhere <gasps> and no. we screamed so <laughs> loud. Uh, oh god. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Mike. <laughs> oh. oh dear. God. Alright. This one's um based out of Toronto somewhere I do recognize. Ooh. So in Toronto there's a subway system run by the TTC or <laughs> Toronto Transit Commission. We're not writing an essay. Get to the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just found it so, it's so weird when you read something that you know well that someone else is explaining. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm like, Obviously. wait, this, they, who knows? It, maybe they were in the U.S. Like, oh, well. <laughs> TTC. Uh, they often square off certain parts of the subway route, which is pretty fucking basic. <laughs> in order to do some upgrades or fix bits. Lately, they've been shutting down the subway rides uh, into Toronto, into downtown on the weekends. I have no clue when this was posted. That probably would have been a good idea. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Uh, anyway, they were doing some upgrades on the track, and we were going pretty slow, um, making sure not to run over anyone while they scampered out of the way. Out of nowhere, the power cut out. Now, I should say that I wasn't the only one in the train car. The cars are decently long, and I was at one end, and some woman, woman was at the other end. When I walked onto the train, it was up at her end where there was a giant bubble of empty seats around her. She was displaying the typical signs of batshit crazy, and people sort of avoided her. Everyone else was off, getting off at Young, but I still had another couple stops east to go. She was laughing audibly, and I tried to tune it out by listening to some music, but it never really worked. It was so chilling that my brain sort of just kept ignoring the music and focusing on her, so I eventually just unplugged the music and sat back, trying not to shit my pants. So anyway, the power cuts out, and here I am sitting at one end, as far away from her as I possibly can be, and the lights turn off for some reason. She stopped laughing. In fact, she stopped making any noise at all. When the lights came back on about five seconds later, when I'd sufficiently shit my pants, she wasn't at the far end. She was three seats away from me, staring at me. The second the train stopped, I bolted for the fucking door. After she relocated, she didn't make another sound. She just kept staring. I think it's the same woman that chased me in the car. <laughs> It sounds like something she'd do <laughs> oh. on a good day. <laughs> oh, Anne-Marie. Damn. That's what I've named her. Anne-Marie? Anne-Marie. That's a good 
That's a good name. I like it. <laughs> I feel like she's someone's aunt and they don't know where she is and she's just causing chaos on the chasing TPC. cars. Chasing cars, taking names. <laughs> Staring at people. Staring at people. <laughs> Well, he stared first. I mean, it's not her fault. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he started it. <laughs> she just asked. Like, I'm just trying to be happy over here, and you're there being all grumpy. Yeah, like shit in your pants. <laughs> maybe she thought he was interested. Or pretty. Or pretty. <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty. Let me stare at you. <laughs> Throw three seats away. <laughs> That made me think of, like, the typical movie shot, though, where it's, like, the lights keep going on and off, and every time they go back on, whatever it is gets closer. Yeah. Made me think of that. Yeah, same. Kind of like The Ring, but not in The Ring do that? Probably. Have you seen The Ring? Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is... (laughs) What? Oh, I'm trying to remember what she said. The movies we haven't seen. (laughs) My favorite... My favorite part of the ring, I don't know if it's the ring or the ring too, but it's at the end where she's shutting the well on, what's her face? Samara. Samara. I was going to call her Moana. And... <laughs> like, not Moana isn't right. <laughs> on Samara. She, and Samara's like, mommy. And then main character's like, I'm not your fucking mommy. And then slams it shut. Damn. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> cold. Damn, so cold. Son. Um, this one I don't like. It's really short, but I don't like it. Mm. So, header is fucking creepiest moment of my goddamn life. Hmm. My sister's bedroom was on the second floor. All of a sudden, she screamed. This is in the middle of the night. All of a sudden, she screamed and um and ran into my room and said that she saw a hand on her window. We thought she was having a nightmare, told her to go back to bed. Next morning, we found a ladder up against her window. No! See, I want to know, like, what percentage of these are actually real and which ones are just, like, just really well written. Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps. (laughs) Is it because it's minus 14? It's minus 14 and I have goosebumps. We really picked. We really have to start looking at the weather forecasts when we decide to record. That's probably a good call. For those of you who don't know, we sit outside in Angie's car and record. Yes. <laughs> and we live in Canada. We live in Canada. But we go on our lunch breaks. It's not like, it's not like we don't. <laughs> We're not destitute. <laughs> um, Julie, I'll be in a meeting until one. Hold my calls. Angie! <laughs> <laughs> get in the car! Get in the car! <laughs> it's the one time you should get in the car with strangers. <laughs> Except, well, just strange people, not strangers. <laughs> that made me think of, like, you know how people do that meme for Mean Girls where it's like, get in, loser, we're whatever. Yeah. So it's like, get in, loser, we're going podcasting. <laughs> I know, we do get a lot of weird looks. Well, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of, like, so you're just going to sit in your car at lunch? Like, yep. Like, oh, you're just sitting in your car this today? Today is your, your car sit day? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Talk about shit that nobody wants to hear about. <laughs> Leave me alone! Because originally it was just us just shooting this shit. And yeah. Having a very strong aversion to people. <laughs> so. Yeah. It developed into. I re- like, I understand that it wouldn't be someone's preference, but I don't understand why people don't understand it more than they do. It's It must be an extrovert thing. I don't know. Like, I, hate, I know I come back to that every time, but I'm like, I just want to be left alone with my best friend in my car not with an audience because you know like 
the workplace is one of those atmospheres where if you say the wrong thing in the wrong context and someone takes it the wrong way, yeah, it's just it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass some way. So at least if we're in the car, then we're we're in a safe place. Protected. We're a safe place to talk all the shit we want to. That and I don't like when people talk work at non-work moments. Yeah. Especially in the bathroom. Ooh, yeah. I hate that. That is, that like, is a special time. I just pooped. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your email, Linda. <laughs> Stop trying to have strange encounters. <laughs> <laughs> strange encounters in the bathroom. Like part forced, two. which is even worse. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Write that shit down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, I texted you this... Um, Last week, and we've talked about it a few times, like, when you're, like, in the corner stall, and then all the other stalls are empty, you're the only one in the washroom, go to the corner stall, someone comes in, and they pick the stall right beside you. Yeah, I don't understand that. Just Because guys have that unwritten rule where you don't stand next to each other at the urinals, you pick the farthest, you do some math, you take out your calculator your geometry set what the fuck is that called the the semi sort protractor there we go <laughs> figure out the the correct angle yeah correct angle <laughs> yeah it's just it's such a weird thing and like i do it even with parking spaces like there is there's a safe distance between me and the next car assuming it's an empty lot obviously if you know that's the only <laughs> spot i'm going to take it and it's right next to the door then that's a different situation but it applies to the bathroom too if only one stall is open and all the other ones are full you're not going to wait until you have a gap but if everything's think... empty yeah. keep your goddamn distance <laughs> parking doesn't bother me the parking thing doesn't bother me unless there's like a lot of spots around like if it's if you're the only two cars in the parking lot no i'm probably not going to park next to you yeah oh see i'm the opposite i just want to stay away from everybody I feel like you have a lot of anxiety about your car getting hit, though. That's, that's also true. But it's I don't a relatively really, new car, know. and that's kind of fading. And now I get a sweet spot anyway, so I don't... Yeah. I'm here at the crack of dawn. So I don't know. Like, like, obviously, I don't want my car to get hit, but that's never really... This is something that's been drilled into my head since I started driving, because my first car was my dad's car. Yeah. So I backed into a pole in my dad's car, mm. and he's never let me hear the end of it. I mean, he probably doesn't remember now, but at the time, like, we'll yeah. just stay away from everybody and don't park here and don't do that. So oh, a young me was like, oh, okay, I can't, don't trust anybody. Because I remember, like, when we first became friends and you pretty much drove everywhere. Yeah. Um, you're like, you'd park and be like, no, I don't trust, I don't like the look of that car. I'm not parking next to them. It's like, holy crap, woman. Strange cars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so funny. Good to know. Yeah. We still became friends. We still became friends. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like it's like in movies where it's like there's the old aunt and then like her niece brings home. I'm, I'm not calling you an old aunt. Let me, let me finish. Linda. She, uh, Linda, honey, listen. Um... Niece comes home with her boyfriend, and then they leave, and she's like, so, auntie, whatever, what'd you think? He's like, his eyes are too far apart. I don't like the look of it. I feel like that's what you do with cars. You just look at them, and you're like, no, headlights are too far apart. They're going to hit me. I don't like the tread on that tire. It's the 
most obnoxious. That's thing. a clumsy tread. <laughs> That's a door swinging tread. <laughs> so I'm the old aunt. My car's my niece. <laughs> Is that... Yes, I think so. Are you the boyfriend then? I guess so. <laughs> I'm always the boyfriend. <laughs> Always <laughs> the boyfriend, never the boy. <laughs> oh, oh good. Yep. <laughs> so creepy ladder. <laughs> creepy ladder. Ugh. Yeah. No, I don't like that. There was another bedroom window one. I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it from? And why I didn't include it? It's from my favorite murder. I think. Wasn't it? Because I feel like we've had like. I don't even know what episode it would be. I think it was a hometown, but it wasn't a murder. It was just like one of those creepy things. Yeah. Or maybe it was Karen's, one of Karen's stories. But it was like a handprint on a window. No. Oh, oh, our, it, it wasn't my favorite murder. It was just another one that that I saw. It was like a peeping Tom type of situation. Ooh. So like this girl was saying how like she got home from work or whatever. And she was in her teens and her bedroom is on the main floor because they have a bungalow and it's like facing the front um and she said that like she undressed because she was going to shower whatever and then she hears a really soft or no she hold on she undresses is putting on her pajamas and then she hears let's see those tits again Ah! and she's like what the fuck and then she looks and like sees someone like leave her window oh i don't like that that's Uh... not what i was thinking at all yeah that would make me really upset. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I liked it. I... So Josh makes fun of me all the time because for whatever reason, I don't know if it's ignorance or denial. I just don't care. Like our... <laughs> So we have a bungalow also. Our bedroom's in the back, but the our bedroom door... And then there's hallway, and then there's a door into our office, and then there's the window that faces, like, directly out front. Oh, okay. And then that window is directly across from, like, a big bay window from our people across the street. So, like, if they looked out their window, they can see straight through our house. All right. And I don't care. (laughs) Just keep the doors open. So I'll be, like, changing, getting all naked for bed and stuff, and he'll be like, you have no shame, woman! And he'll close the door. (laughs) Or even at my parents' house, like, my... Because suburbs, we were, like, maybe 10 feet away from our neighbors, and they had the exact same layout as us as mirrored, so yeah. my bedroom window was their bedroom window. Right. Um, I just never closed my blinds. See, I never did when I lived in the city. Like, when I actually, when I got over my, my hatred for Toronto. Toronto and actually moved there. and You biked there? there. <laughs> biked all the way I there? I biked there, and then I lived there, but that guy was not with me. Because I did not know who he was. Anyway. <laughs> um, I was also on the 20th floor, so I'm like, I'm living free! I don't care. <laughs> like, as soon as I walked in the door, it was like, like, pants off! Press your pancake boobs against the window. God damn. <laughs> Look at this! Not I probably boobs. did that. What am I thinking of? Oh, I was watching um, a show the other day, and the way that the guy, <laughs> he was visiting his friend, and he lifted up his shirt and pressed it his, like, left nipple against the window and he was like it's a friday (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm sure i did that i'm sure i was like hmm but on the balcony in that in that apartment that i lived in if you just peeked out you could see around into the neighbor's place like there was a big concrete partition but like if you 
decided to be creepy and go on your balcony and look into their place. Like, there's effort involved, but... Have you ever been creepy? Not necessarily there, but, like, have... Or even not intentionally, have you ever gandered or looked? Like, the thing that I do is when I'm driving at night... It was more so when I was little and, like, my parents were driving if I was in the car... People would keep their windows open so I could see what they were watching on TV. Yes. So I'd be like, oh, they're watching this. They're watching The Simpsons. And my parents would be like, stop looking at people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have totally done that. I probably still do that. But I'm more I'm more worried about it now. <laughs> now that I've been followed home a couple of times or followed, not necessarily home, but followed a few times. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be that person who's like making people uncomfortable. But I totally did that too. <laughs> I used to get so nervous about, like, you know when you pull into someone's driveway to turn around? I used to get so afraid when my parents would do that, because I'm like, they're gonna get mad at us! Yeah. And then, like, the more, the older I got, and the more I dove into, like, the darker murderers and yeah things of that nature, I'm like, oh no. Like, I don't want to, it's like, as soon as I, I go into your driveway, it's like, fair game. I'm like, no, 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 no. But on the flip side, if someone's in trouble on the inside and they hear a car pulling into the driveway, they might be like, oh no, and abandon ship. So maybe you're saving lives by turning around in people's driveways. I don't want to save lives. (laughs) 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 You see what happened to that girl? She thought she was in trouble and she got chased on her bike. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) God, what a horrible person I am. <laughs> it is so like it is so weird not not to get too serious about the whole like homeless slash mental health issue and stuff but like I remember even when I was little and I understand it it's no fault of my mom's but it's like you know you're walking down the street you see a homeless person coming up mom pulls child closer to them mm-hmm. right like those kinds of yeah and that in my head I'm just like uh, like I've had so many little ideas of like, oh, my roll up, t- roll up the rim to wins. Like, why don't I just give them to homeless people? I see. Yeah. Because oh, they, you can go get a coffee, you can go get a donut, whatever. But that like, don't t- don't make eye contact, don't look at them, don't like look at the ground, like that sort of stuff that yeah. I was taught when I was little is just so in me mm. that these situations I'm that I'm reading, I'm just like, oh my god, yes. Like you see something like that, and you're just like, they're crazy, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah, I've never. Aside from, you know, being in the car and being chased, like, any encounter that I've had with a homeless person has always been positive. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, they're people, too. Yeah. Um, and I know what you're saying, because, I mean, my parents... I think any any parent wants to protect their child, and it's not necessarily, like, from a known evil. It's, like, you don't know what people are capable of. Like, sophisticated people commit crimes. Yeah. Um, people with homes commit crimes, people without homes commit, like, anybody can, any human can do something terrible, so I think it's just natural to protect your child from something that you don't, that you're afraid of yourself, I guess. Um, but any, anytime I needed directions in Toronto, Mm -hmm. I, they always took me. Yeah. Like, they always, like, yeah, no problem, sure, okay. I was always with a group of people, I don't think I would go ahead on my own, but just out of principle, I wouldn't talk to a strange man in, general. in a suit yeah. on my own, you know, like I just, you know, um, they're not always bad encounters, but I totally understand the, um, the hell is that? totally understand like the fear. Yeah. I think that's, that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like it. Cause like 
all the, all the logic in my brain is it's just that, you know, like, they're just people, like, I shouldn't have a problem being like, hey, how's it going? Or like, hi, yeah. or have a cup of coffee, or whatever that looks like. But even still, when I go to my dentist in downtown Toronto, and I walk by a homeless person, it's like, I hold my breath and flinch a little bit. Yeah. And I'm just like, power through, power through, power through. Okay, you're past them. Breathe. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I feel like socially we're conditioned to think that these people have nothing to lose so mm. they're more and they're unpredictable and that's yeah where that fear comes from um which is kind of just kind of like pinning on to your point there mm-hmm. because it's not always like it's not always the case they're not always dangerous most people aren't necessarily dangerous yeah and i think i think a, another huge chunk of it must come from like the whole, um, like, de-institutionalizing-ish movement, like, um, from um, mental health hospitals and that sort of thing. Yeah. Because, like, I know it's a bit of a stigma of, like, oh, all homeless people are crazy, but, like, it's also kind of a fact because they don't have, you know, they're not getting the care that they need to be sustainable and independent. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that's where they end up. So, I think that must be where some of the fear comes from as well because it's like oh they're not on meds they're all crazy blah, 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 blah. yeah anyways mm. i have one more okay and this is the one that i didn't like the most <laughs> okay. because i think it's the most relatable oh no so be- i don't know i don't know why i'm just like oh mm. okay so i'm gonna try my best to frame this as if it's happening to you oh jesus all right just for funsies okay okay so i like fun (laughs) (laughs) um so thomas has a relative that's visiting okay came into town uh and he invited thomas to go out like to a bar have some drinks whatever all right so thomas lets you know like you know don't wait up um i'm leaving as soon as i get from work to go meet whoever uh to go meet joe whatever for some drinks don't worry about it. I, I won't be home till late. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, so they're out so late that they end up crashing at Joe's hotel room. Mm-hmm. So they don't come home. Mm. So Thomas wakes up the next morning uh, around 7 a.m. and then he comes home. You had already left for work and stuff, so you didn't really see each other. Um, and then about an hour later... You call Thomas and you're like, hey, so where'd you go so early in the morning? Because you left at like seven or whatever. Mm. And Thomas is like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't come home last night. And then you got really freaked out. And he's like, what's going on? And, sh- and you <laughs> at 1230 to 1 a.m. heard a key in the front door, the door opening. Um, you sit up in bed. You see a male figure come in. You assume it's Thomas, um, but then you see him go into the living room, so you're like, oh, he's just sleeping on the couch like he always does, whatever. Or he doesn't want to wake me up, no problem. So you roll over, go back to sleep. Then a few hours later, you hear someone moving around downstairs, go out the front door and leave and hear the door lock. Nope. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to nope real hard on that one. Yep. So they, ha- they called a locksmith and got the locks changed that day. Yeah, I'll bet you did. Who the hell was it? I don't know. They don't know. Did they just move into that house? I don't think so. It didn't mention anything like that. <sighs> oh, okay. 
I don't like that idea of, because I do it all the, I write stuff off all the time in my head of like, oh, it was just that. Oh, it was just that. Mm-hmm. So that's that, the reason why you're not haunted. Okay. It's the reason I'm not haunted. <laughs> so that freaks me out big time. Because yeah. it's like. Because it's realistic. Cause, yeah. Because like, oh, Josh gets up early all the time. Da, 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 da. So if I hear like moving in our house, I'm like, oh, it's just Josh. Oh, see, I sleep through all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes you lucky or endangered. I probably a little bit of well, depends only one I or guess. the other, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't like that. But we also changed the locks like the first day we moved in. I'm just assuming that these people didn't change their locks. Yeah, That's, <laughs> which is very flawed. But that. Or maybe they did and they made copies and the locksmith person kept a copy for themselves or Ooh. sold it to someone. See, that is <laughs> that is something that I wanted to talk to you about was like the creepiest, like the potential for creepy people working in very, very public jobs. Mm. Like the postman. Like, yeah. I, the mailman is definitely out to get you. Like they know where you live. They know, like, what kind of money you're getting. They can get anything out of your mail if they decide to cross that line. I don't know why. I was going to say, they can smell your envelopes. <laughs> they can smell our envelopes. <laughs> right? But then they can figure out who you're sending letters to. Yeah. I don't know. They know how many kids you have. Yeah. They want to go through your tax stuff. <laughs> the locksmith is dangerous. Yeah. Even, like, I know that they don't have time because they're just, like, dumping it and moving to the next house, but, like, just the idea of a garbage man. That was the next one, yes. Going through your garbage and knowing what medications you're on and... See, I... That is the only thought I had at Christmas because we threw out so many boxes for Tav. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, he's going to know that we bought all these toys and that he's got all this stuff and that we have a child and, like... (laughs) I completely... Garbage Man should have been at the top of the list, because that is right up there. Yeah. And it's, like, less incriminating than going through someone's <laughs> mail. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Because, I mean, like... Even... Um, so, when the whole thing... I think I think it's piloted, or it's coming out, um, the idea of, like, Amazon and Walmart, how you can give them one-time entry access to your home so like you know how you can order groceries online and or whatever and get quick pickup so now they're doing like or they're going to do quick deliveries or something like that so like you can give them a one time yes you can go into my home and put my groceries in the fridge or whatever i'm like i don't want anybody doing that for me and if i were that person it's like oh good now they have the layout of my house they can take as long as they want just standing in the middle of my kitchen looking around at what i like shit out yeah. Finding your spare key. Yeah. Unlocking your back gate. Yeah. Unlocking your windows. Mm-hmm. Sniffing your toilet <laughs> brush. <laughs> Sniffing your mail. Also that. Ugh. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I don't like that. And it's like, <laughs> they must, if they don't think about it, I mean, if there's any... Any of you wonderful professions listening to this right now, if you don't think of it, you will, and then you'll overcompensate and be like, well, I don't want to be creepy and smell their mail, but I can definitely smell something coming out of that envelope. <laughs> and now I have to think about all the other things that I could potentially do. Maybe we're just putting ideas out there. Maybe this isn't a thing. Oh, God. We're just brainstorming for... Just like, here you go. Like, 
all the goddamn B&Es you can handle. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bed and breakfasts are creepy, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've never stayed at one of those, and I don't think I want to. Neither have I. It just feels so personal. Same thing with, like, Airbnb. That freaks me out less, because they're not there, necessarily. No, but you're still in their house. They have access to that wherever you're staying. They can get in. I think I think in. that the risk is more on them, though. They'd be re- they would have to be really stupid to be like, I'm listing my Airbnb with my name, and then I'm going to murder someone in that apartment in the time that this person's oh, staying. Oh, so you're thinking that the guests are more dangerous oh, than yeah. the hosts. Oh, yeah. Guests are more dangerous than the hosts. That makes sense. Bed and breakfast, I think the hosts are dangerous. I think they're poisoning your muffins, but... <laughs> Try the muffins. They're to die for. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. So if we ever go go traveling, no, <laughs> no bed and breakfast. No bed and breakfast. All right. Good. I don't think there's any place to stay. Yeah. Because I think of hotels, and I'm like, well, hotels are pretty creepy. Yeah. Anywhere, if you just really... don't travel. <laughs> just don't leave the house. Just... Never travel. Actually, leave. The... You can't even stay in your own house. People are... Because then you're a target. Getting keys. Finding their way in. The garbage man's going to find out. <laughs> when you have to be in court. <laughs> so that you're out of the house that day. <laughs> so I can switch your locks. Or make a mold of your key. Just You're not safe wherever you go. There are always going to be weird fucking people that are going to try and ruin your good time. <laughs> yep. I'll just go ahead and open that car door. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch your car mirror. Yep. With its far apart headlights. (laughs) That's right. It's off tread. Smell your envelopes. Sift through your garbage. I want to start using that instead of like, you know how people are like, smell you later. Smell your envelopes. Smell your envelopes. (laughs) It sounds way dirtier than it should be. Because I think all I think of is envelopes, baby. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's not. I think it's the lopes part. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yep. I don't like that ladder one. Also. No. I wonder why you'd leave the ladder there. You got scared. Yeah, but. Forgot. You're just that stupid. I feel like it's very loud to bring the ladder and put it out there. Depends what kind of a ladder it was, though. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how high their house was, too. I just yeah. think it's, like, this massive, like, like the Griswold's house. No, I don't think it was, like, a aluminum and fiberglass extension ladder. I'm picturing just, like, a wooden ladder that he just very slowly tips against the house. Oh, oh no. The fact that it's a wooden ladder is just really upsetting. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it's like, this is my creeping ladder. <laughs> It's for creeping. <laughs> I just had to lean it up against the wall real slow. Yeah, creep on. Your like neighbor rocks. comes over the next day. Hey, Jim, can I borrow your ladder? Sure, it's at the Wilderman's house. And he's like, "What? Don't worry about it." <laughs> they needed it for something. <laughs> needed their doubter. <laughs> oh God. Well, I think this is a good time to cut this off before yep. we. Uh, yep. Yep. We tread into the, the blackest black. Yep. Oy. Good. Good. <laughs>